0: College Student Success Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping college students with mental health issues set and achieve goals for themselves to get them where they wanna be. I am your host, Derek Malenzak, and this is episode 52 of the podcast. And here we are, 52, feeling good about it. Uh, Really excited to bring this podcast episode to you today. Today I am interviewing Kat Glick, from Talkspace, talkspace.com, and you will learn all about Talkspace today with my interview. And I, uh, I hope you get a lot of value out of it. I certainly did. I was telling Cat before we started the podcast that a lot of times when I interview people, um, you know, I give them questions ahead of time, and a lot of times I sort of expect, kind of know where the person's going to go with some of the questions. You know, a lot of times personal recovery stories. You know, when I do the interviews with college students are, you know, follow a similar pattern and just the, the strategies themselves might be different or the, the path or the story might be different. But this, I felt like, was more of an informational interview in that I generally know, had no idea. Um, I had no idea what I knew a little bit about it, but how Talkspace worked or, or how they um, matched people. So I actually learned a lot from this interview and I hope you do too. Um, so today will be an abbreviated episode. I know I said that last week and ended up going almost an hour. <laughs> I apologize, but I really mean it this week. Uh, so I'm going to go right into our topic of the day, and then we will do the interview and uh, wrap things up. Topic of the day from, uh, I mean, I could say it's from Reddit, um, the college subreddit, but I, I hear about it even outside of it. It's just something I wanted to, to discuss. Declaring a minor in college. So this is something I see a various shit ton of questions on on uh, the college subreddit. You know, should I declare a minor in this? Or I'm thinking about doing a double minor. Or you know, I want to change my minor. And it seems to be a lot of questions about a college minor. And I just want to kind of talk about a few things related to it. Um, And my primary message is to really not spend too much time focusing on it. Sorry to say, might not be what you want to hear. People seem to like college minors, and I mean college students. I don't mean employers. Um, they they seem fascinated by this idea that you know the college minor really matters, and uh, it's going to be really important on a resume, and that it's really important to them because everybody who goes to college has to have a major and a minor. I mean, that's kind of the message I'm hearing, um, and it's not my opinion, um, so personal story i I have a minor and i um it actually sort of led to my career so maybe i'm not the best example but let me explain kind of how it works so i was an english major in college and i was sort of had an interest in psychology it was a um a topic that they did not offer in our in our high school so i was taking some psychology courses i took like two And then looked at the the minor program and found that I had to take six total to get the minor. And I was already interested in it. And I had the room in my schedule. And I had the the option. You know, I had classes I needed to take because my English degree was was very small. Um, The major was only, um, I don't even remember. But it was... Uh, one of the smaller majors, in that you did not need a lot of credits to satisfy it. So I was left with a lot of electives and things to take to get to the amount of credits I needed to get the bachelor's, and said, oh, six classes, I'll take the minor. And minored in psychology, and lo and behold, my first job was in psychology, and my entire career became psychology. But the reason that I ended up in the psychology field had absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing, to do with my my minor. Um, I got my first college, uh, my first job in the psychology field before I even graduated college. They didn't know anything about my minor. Um, The classes that I took didn't help me at all towards getting that job. What helped me in getting that job was knowing people that worked in the field. Number one reason is I knew a bunch of counselors that were in the mental health field and they knew the hiring manager and I sent in an application, and when they say who referred you, I put down their names. And when I went in the interview, I talked to them and said, you know, I know I kind of know what the job is already because I know I have good friends at work for you. So that's how I got the job. They didn't ask me jack diddly shit, sorry to say, about my minor. Um, I here's where I see the value of a minor. Um, when you when you're in my situation, is that you have classes you have to take. You know electives, non-major classes, um, and you want to sort of organize them into uh, a, a topic that interests you. You know, so it should be primarily from a interest perspective, and not necessarily from a uh, resume padding perspective or you know job interview fodder perspective. Because I kind of have this feeling that your minor really isn't going to come up in a job interview. You know, hopefully you're there to discuss a job related to your college major. (laughs) Not always, you know, as I said, I'm an English major. Um, But I just want people to, I guess, not focus so much on the minor. Um, Don't, definitely don't stay in school longer to get the minor. Um, Get it for fun if you have the available credits like I did. Um, It's not for your resume, it's sort of for personal enrichment. Um, If you really want the resume builder or the patter, um, take that minor and turn it into a double major. Um, That will impress people on on your resume. Um, And that will be something to talk about in an interview. Um, Other things that might be a little bit more attractive uh, than a college minor from an employer standpoint would be, as I said, the double major, um, some kind of certificate. If you're involved in a certificate program in addition to your major, a lot of times those certificates or or, um, something that might lead to licensure are, are in demand um, and sometimes a concentration within your major might be a good option. So hopefully that's helpful for people that might be struggling with this idea of like how much, uh, how much effort do I put into getting a college minor. So my feeling is not too much. Um, don't certainly don't go into more debt over it. Um, if you have an area that you are interested in outside of your major and sort of have that, Want to scratch that itch, so to speak, uh, go for it. And you never know where it might lead, but I would not bank on it leading to meaningful, um, you know, resume building. So, with that, I would now like to turn towards our uh, interview of the day, and I would like to welcome Catherine Glick of TalkSpace. Welcome, Cat. Okay, I am here with Kat Glick, and Kat works with Talkspace, and I'm really excited to bring her on the show today to talk about Talkspace. Um, Hi, Kat. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm really happy to have you on uh, and talk about Talkspace, among other things. Uh, I think it'll be a really great conversation was hoping maybe you could just kind of talk a little bit about kind of a little background on who you are and how maybe you came to become involved with Talkspace.
1: Sure, sure. So I've been with Talkspace now for the past three and a half years. Uh, I'm one of the first five therapists that joined the platform, platform back in 2013. Um, and I joined as a therapist, I'm still a therapist with Talkspace, and I recently also took the position of director of quality and compliance, and I'm also the LGBTQ coordinator for the company. Um, I came. I came to be involved with Talkspace actually through a friend. Uh, I I was friends with this woman who was helping me design my website for my private practice, and she is really good friends with one of the co-founders of Talkspace. And she said, "Hey, you know, I have this friend. She just started this uh, online counseling startup business, and she's looking for some therapists. You know, would, are you interested in talking to her?" And uh, I was definitely a little hesitant at first because I had some some thoughts and feelings about counseling offered online. But, I, you know, I gave it a shot and spoke to uh, Ronnie Frank, the co-founder, and I really connected with her mission and philosophy of the company. And I've been with them ever since.
0: Wow. I didn't realize you were like... Basically, a founding member <laughs> um, huh. in terms of being one of the first uh, one of the first ther- first therapists to work with them. That's really cool. Um, yeah. So, what exactly for those of people that haven't heard of it? I'm sure there are people in the audience that have be like, "What the heck is Talkspace?" Talk um, and they might know, "Oh, it's online counseling." So, like, what is it? How does it work? And um, I, you know, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure, sure. So, Talkspace is an online counseling platform that connects people to licensed therapists all around the country and even some international as well. We have a, a handful of international therapists with the platform. Um, so, you know, we have a network of over 900 therapists that are with us at this point. And, you know, what What essentially happens is when, when, a, when a person s- logs onto the site, you can either do it through the website or through the app, Um, they talk to one of our consultation therapists who are licensed. And that consultation therapist gets, uh, you know, a little bit of a sense of what the client's been going through and what they're looking for in a therapist, as well as what state they're in. And then that consultation therapist will connect that person to a licensed therapist in their state that matches what they're looking for. And That person is able to communicate with the therapist completely online through either the website or through the app um, in the secure and encrypted chat room that you get that you just share with your therapist Uh, or unless you're doing couples counseling, then it's you and your partner and your therapist. Mm so you're able to communicate back and forth with your therapist throughout the week, which is a very different way of doing counseling and therapy. Usually in face-to-face, you have to wait all week and you only get an hour to kind of cram everything in. Um, with our platform, you have an ongoing dialogue throughout the week. So the therapist usually logs into the room one to two times a day, five days a week. hmm Um, you also have the options of doing video sessions, kind of like Skype, just using our technology. And, uh, there's been, we, we just launched our video component maybe just about a few months ago. And it was a, a lengthy work in progress because Talkspace wanted to ensure that not only did we meet confidentiality standards, but we actually exceed them with our technology So, you know, clients can be sure that their information is going to be secure, encrypted, hacker proof and completely private. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. And so you could do the text based therapy, you can do video sessions. Uh, The platform also allows you to leave audio messages back and forth, or you can even uh, take a video of yourself and upload that to the room. So you have your your choice as to the format and the structure of the therapy arrangement, which is also a big difference than face to face, where you only have really just one option.
0: Yeah, that's really great. Um, so I was I had that question formulating in my head as you were talking about the the text based communication. And my thought was, you know, what if somebody wants to talk, you know, on the phone or, you know, video, and that's like great to be able to offer all those options and the, and the therapist is, is sort of equipped to handle the person or work with the person on however, you know, they prefer to communicate. That's really great.
1: Yeah, that is that's a really great perk of the platform. And, you know, often with my clients, we'll start out with one format and then we'll intersperse, you know, audio messaging or a video here and there, or, you know, for, for others, they just prefer videos and they don't really want to do the texting. And so you mm-hmm. can really kind of tailor it based on what you, what works for you.
0: Yeah. So, how does the how quickly does the process happen? So if I was like acutely in in stress, not like crisis ready to to hurt myself, but you know, genuinely upset and needed somebody to talk to, um how do, how quickly does the process of getting connected to a therapist typically happen?
1: Um within 24 hours usually. You know, so when you you can log on at any time and talk with a consultation therapist to get that process started. Um, we have consultation therapists available 24 Mm seven. Um, from there, the matching process can take, it it can, it usually takes up to a day. Sometimes over the weekend, it can take a little bit longer. Um, but the, the reason why it take, it can take up to a day and it's not just an instant process is because we want to make sure that the match is actually a good one. Uh, usually with people that are seeing therapists face to face, You know, they're either picking a name off of a list that their insurance company gives them, or they're just doing a general internet search and they're really not sure whether it's going to be a good fit or a good match, or whether the therapist is going to have the expertise or the competence that they really need to have. So, we really try to personalize and individualize the matching process so, you know, there's a good chance that it'll be a good fit right from the get echo. and if it ever isn't, if the client feels like they're just not jiving with their therapist, they're able to switch therapists.
0: I think this is one of the coolest aspects of Talkspace because I I, I've struggled. I've tried to find therapists before, and for myself as well as for people that I was really close to that were struggling. Mm -hmm. And that is to me the two things you describe are like the biggest barriers I encountered. Is one sometimes I was just trying to find somebody that was able to talk like in the next day or two. And I, you know, a better option that would have been, you know, a better fit for me personally may not have had availability, you know, to talk right away. And two is just that, that person that matches you is just so important. Um, and not something you typically will get in a traditional counseling type of environment. I really, um, this is my biggest issue with finding counselors. It seems like a big trial and error work, you know, of like, oh, this person wasn't quite fit. Or maybe you work with somebody a few weeks thinking they might be, and then it doesn't work. To have somebody sort of match you off the get-go, and it, you said it might not be the perfect match, but um, to somebody to, be, to have a list of therapists at their disposal to kind of match based on their preferences, and, and you said lo- location also matters, um, mm-hmm. is really great. Absolutely. Yeah. So what is, how does the, the payment and the cost work?
1: Sure. So Talkspace handles that as its own entity, and we, are a, we use a subscription-based model. So, uh, And we have a number of different plans that you can choose from based on whether you want video sessions and how often you want those video sessions, uh, as well as if you want to pay Per month or whether you want to pay per quarter, uh, you, you tend to save a bit of money if you pay for three months as opposed to one month. Uh, and that is reviewed when the person is talking to the consultation therapist. Um, yeah, so you, you can choose what plan you want to start with. You're, you're always welcome to change along the way. And, um, and then you're just billed automatically monthly until you want to stop.
0: Okay. And do they accept insurance?
1: So currently, we are not on any insurance panels. It, it is a goal with the company over the next few months. Um, but we have had clients that have submitted their Talkspace invoices for reimbursement for out of network benefits, and they've had success you know, more and more insurance companies are starting to connect to the idea that online counseling and teletherapy is an actual practice that is being utilized pretty readily at this point. So they are, uh, they are, there's, there's higher reimbursement rates at this point, which is, which is great.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that I imagine is a barrier that will, it's only a matter of time before it's sort of solved because, I I just got to think this is going to be continuing to grow, um, you know, places like Talkspace that offer such great, you know, flexibility for people. And I think that seems like a really good perk in in particular for college students. Um, Have you, I imagine you've worked with some college students. Like, why do you think Talkspace might be a good option for college students uh, specifically?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Well, so first, I mean, college students are typically pretty busy. You know, they've got classes and some, some college students also work and then there's other responsibilities. So actually carving out time to first find a therapist and then get to that therapist's office. So fighting traffic and parking and all of that, and then you get your hour and then you have to commute back, uh, for, for a lot of college students, that's just not an option. Um, I think also too, you know, just with our age of technology that we're in and how communication has changed and become much more, you know, internet-based and electronically based. It's, uh, you know, one of the the mottos of Talkspace is therapy for how we live today, and it just, um, you know, we we are communicating through our phones and through the internet a lot more than we used to. So having the online modality as an option just makes sense for college students.
0: Yeah, it really does. I just love the fact that it's basically therapy on the person's time. You know, it's not like having to carve out that hour a week. It's like when the person's feeling stressed, they could communicate and, and know that the, pers- the therapist will get back to them in a timely manner. really just seems like a great model. I, I might have to try it. <laughs> um, yeah. So you said too, like you are the the LGBT coordinator. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So I imagine like if somebody comes, you know, connects with people, uh, the the coordinator. What do they say? Consultation or intake? Who's that first person called?
1: A consultation therapist.
0: Yes. So when they get matched, or prior to getting matched, the the consultation therapist gets some information. I would imagine about the nature of the person's problem. If it's a problem related to substance abuse. You have counselors specifically trained in that area, and if somebody is having an issue related to, you know, an LGBT problem uh, or, or concern, they would get matched with you. Is that sort of how it works?
1: Um, so, I, as the coordinator, actually, I've been kind of um, leading some of the initiatives to get the talk to get talkspace services into the LGBT community and to to uh, promote brand awareness than the culture and the community. Um, And so in doing that, you know, this first year that I've been really in it, I've gone to different uh, gay pride events. So we've done uh, Philly and Brooklyn and New Hope, Chicago, and I just did Atlanta last week. Um, So and we had, we just have an exhibitor table at those events and just giving out information and, you know, just letting people know that we're here. Um, We do have a great network of therapists with the platform that are either LGBT identified or LGBT competent or sensitive. So, you know, depending on what the person is looking for, if if they are looking for a specific therapist that is LGBT identified, we have some. Yeah. Awesome. We have multiple, multiple people. Yeah.
0: Um, you had mentioned too before we ha- got on the call. You have a new partnership with uh, a fraternity. Is that correct? You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So let me actually just bring up my um, my cheat sheet here.
0: Yeah. No problem. I um, I was really excited to see that because that's not something that I've delved into a lot on the podcast. Um, you know, Greek life at all. Um, so when I saw you you had sent me the press release also, and I will include that in today's show notes with uh, that go along with the podcast. Um, we you know it's something that I have not spent a lot of time on, so was glad to see that.
1: Yeah, so we formed a partnership with uh, Alpha tau Omega, uh, you know one of the largest fraternities in the nation. And, you know, part of the mentality behind that was, you know, exactly what, you know, we've been talking about here, you know, the the need for services in college age population. Um, I think also, too, we we wanted to help males really get access to this service because there is a bit more of a stigma around males going to see a therapist or, or engaging in any sort of mental health treatment. And so part of the mission of Talkspace includes destigmatizing counseling and therapy and, and getting the word out that it doesn't imply that something is wrong with you or anything like that. You know, it's not about going to see a quote unquote shrink any anymore. You know, it's more about just, you know, connecting with somebody that is not related to you and that, you know, that doesn't have any sort of emotional stake in your case. So you can get some feedback and, and guidance and coaching or, you know, wh- whatever it is that you're looking for. Um, so with our, um, with our partnership, you know, we are providing the services to, um, you know, to fraternity members. Uh, I, 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 honestly forget how long the partnership is good for, mm-hmm. but, um, but we've seen some pretty good results so far. And, you know, we've done a lot of, um, I myself have done a lot of interviews with different college newspapers just getting the word out that this service is available.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it seems great. And and I think it's it's good that you highlight that aspect of, of the fact that a lot of times males feel the stigma to 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 help seek, you know, to go and, and get help for their problems, especially if they happen to be of a you know mental health nature. Um, and, and you know, some people, you know, implies weakness or whatever. So I think that's awesome that Talkspace is is actively Kind of addressing that by by trying to, and I think it's a great strategy to go into the uh, the fraternity system, um, mm-hmm. because I think it will be a good way to reach uh, to reach men and to make it a little bit more stigma free. In that, if the, the fraternity embraces it, then I think they would in- likewise encourage people and not not be so stigmatizing about people getting help. That's really Absolutely. great. Yeah. Um, so I've learned a lot today. I really appreciate this. Um, you are a, a, a therapist and I imagine you've worked with college students. Um, mm-hmm. what, what advice would you give to college students that are maybe struggling with mental health issues? And, and what this show is about is goal achievement. So if people are struggling to achieve goals that are really important to them as a result of these issues, what would you, uh, what advice would you give to them?
1: Yeah. Um, so first I would say, you know don't be afraid to actually ask for help you know and to and to receive help you know uh, many of us have different goals and and want to achieve certain objectives for ourselves and we get stuck and there's a lot of reasons why we can get stuck and and so talking to a therapist who is trained in behavior change and who who knows how to help somebody learn more about themselves you know it can really help somebody get unstuck and actually achieve the goals that they set out for themselves so you know the first the first you know suggestion i would have is to you know don't be afraid to actually reach out for help to get yourself unstuck um I, as i said before it doesn't imply that something is wrong actually research shows that the more help you have and the more supportive relationships you have when you're trying to make a change the better outcomes you're going to have so it's really not a sign of of weakness or giving up when you ask a therapist for some assistance. It's more about it's actually a strength. You know, you're you're just uh, enhancing your your toolbox for making those changes and ensuring better outcomes for yourself. Um, I would also say, you know, if you have a therapist or or you get a therapist and you don't have a good experience or it's not a good fit or not a good match or something along those lines, don't be afraid to shop around and try somebody else. You know, each therapist is going to have their own specific style and approach and it doesn't, it's not going to work for everyone. So it's important to know that and be willing to maybe try a couple people out if the first one doesn't really work for you.
0: Yeah. I think that's great advice. And I think for me, I, I've never struggled with the uh, the help seeking aspect. I, although I know a lot of people that have that don't feel empowered to do so. But I think what I like about Talkspace is it, it removes some of the barriers and challenges that I've had when I've gone to to get help. Is you know, it, it seems like it'll be a little bit easier of a process to to have that initial match made with the person's preferences in mind rather than feeling like a kind of a needle in a haystack approach to just picking somebody out of a, a plan directory of their insurance company or just online in their area. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, just the, the flexibility, you know, just for somebody like a college student that may not have uh, consistent time to devote to this and, or more just have a, a more hectic schedule and can, uh, can get help on their own time. It's really great. That's fine. Um, so, Kat, I really want to thank you for coming on today. Um, where can people learn more about Talkspace if they're interested? And where can people learn more about yourself?
1: Yeah. So um, so you can go to the Talkspace website, which is just Talkspace.com. Uh, you can download the Talkspace app. And uh, the app is available both on the Apple and on the Android market. And the app is free. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can check out, you know, we have a video on our website and there's a couple other little sources of information on the site as well that you can read through or view. Um, you can will. also check check out our social media page as well. We have a Facebook page. I think we have an Instagram. And for me personally, um, you know, I all of our therapists have a profile on Talkspace. So you can read my profile on the Talkspace site. And, um, you know, or you could also check out my personal website, which is uh, personal evolution LLC.com. Uh, that's my private practice. Okay.
0: I will make sure to put all of these links also in the show notes for today for people that are interested. I will put the main Talkspace page, the Facebook page, and Kat's own personal website if you're interested in learning more about her, as well as her profile page on Talkspace. Um, Really want to thank you again, Kat, for coming on today and, uh, you know, talking a little bit about this service. I just think this was such a good, uh, good bit of value for people that are, that may be struggling and feel like traditional therapy. Maybe they've tried it or maybe they just feel intimidated to go out, but this is something that just seems a little more approachable, a little more able to work with people in meeting them where they're at. And I, I think that's why I end up liking it. So thank you again so much for coming on.
1: Definitely. Thanks for having me.
0: And we are back. Thank you so much to Kat for having, uh, for taking the time to spend a few minutes with me and share the information that we talked about there about Talkspace. Um, as I said, I think that this is uh, going to be the next platform that I try when, uh, when I do have a need to talk to somebody, um, professional, I just think it's a good option for me in terms of, as I said, um, having somebody there to sort of match me based on my needs and my preferences that I want in a counselor rather than this needle-in-a-haystack approach that I find so prevalent. Um, So definitely check it out. Um, Hope you got uh, some good information and and found uh, some value in that interview. Uh, So home exercise um, for this week is to evaluate your need for help. You know, um, It doesn't necessarily need to be professional help like we talked about today in Talkspace. It might be just other help you needed based on taking stock of where you were at with your goal last week, that was last week's home exercise, and determining like, ah, I'm stuck here. I can't get around this barrier. I need some help, and that might be financial, it might be uh, expertise, you know, consultation, um, whatever, you know, but figure out this week what kind of help you need with your goal if you do. Where would you expect to find that help? Write down some possible solutions and make a plan to get it. Um, Do not be intimidated to ask for help related to a goal that means a hell of a lot to you. You know, this is why I'm doing this podcast, is to empower people to realize that these goals you set for yourselves are hella fucking important to your lives, Um, and it is incumbent upon us to, if it does mean something to us, to not let something like the stigmatizing feeling of asking for help get in the way. This podcast is trying to break down those stigmas by empowering people to say, look, it's okay to ask for help. The sooner you ask for help, hopefully the quicker you're gonna get it, right? Even if that first person isn't the one that actually ends up helping you, they may lead you to the second person or it's just the quicker process, the sooner you get started. So assess uh, your need for help this week as it pertains to your goal. figure out where you can get that help and write it down and make a plan to get it. All right? Um, hope you got some uh, value out of today's episode. Sorry it's a short one coming at you this week, but, you know, things come up. I have a lot going on today, and I uh, really wanted to get this out for you. So hope everything goes well for you this week in college. I know midterms are coming up. Buckle down. Get on studying or figure out a study plan if you um need to and uh go out there and kill it this week all right guys take care peace